You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, good morning. Welcome aboard. Happy Thursday. Yeah, he is. Couple days away. Friends, this is my favorite time of year. It's the holidays. Everyone's filled with Yuletide joy, mostly. There's not a lot of snow, so the roads haven't made me want to, you know, drive off them into a pole. It's been nice. But perhaps my favorite part about the holidays is that George Russick goes home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thank you. The producers in the other room don't get bullied. I get to sit in oh, the I, big chair, do whatever I can. I say. No, that's okay. Oh, okay. They're very fragile, that's as we fair. found out. Yeah. yeah, they're very young and fragile. Just Shan. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Yeah, very mostly sensitive. Shan. Just Shan. Yeah. yeah. Very sensitive. Hey, Shan, what's on your sweater today? Barbie. That'd be. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Yeah, I didn't notice that. He's a hot boy today. He's I've got... seen him several times this morning, and I didn't notice that. What was yesterday's? Uh, yesterday was Super Mario. How many Christmas sweaters do you have? I own six. Most are from Walmart. That's too many, right? To own six? I'd say that's, that's five too many. Yeah. Frankly. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. That's it. It doesn't really fit that well anymore. I really have to build up the strength to even throw it on. Yeah. Yeah. Not my thing. No, I, I have noticed that uh, a few of the sweaters, uh, the last, six. you know, we, six is a lot. Um, the few of the sweaters, maybe a little bit more snug. There was a couple yeah. wardrobe changes before yeah. heading out the door today. It's like, huh, huh. Christmas snacking is kind of. Yeah. That's a little. How did that happen? Boy, that, Shucks. you know, generally there's a bit more like length to this. I can usually put my arms up and not see my belly button. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Hey, welcome to the program. This is the big show. George Rusk is away. My name is Matt Rose. He's Peter Klein in the other yeah. room. GVP and Shan are both here as well. We are going to be taking you into the holiday break, into the weekend. Um, kind of falls on a weekend this year, which is a little bit strange. Yeah. But you got PK, myself, GVP, and Shan for the next couple of days. We are live in the Doug Lacey Basement Systems downtown studio. Cracked foundation, Bowen foundation walls. We have a simple permanent solution to stabilize your foundation. Contact Basement Systems. They're all things basement Visit dlbasementsystems.com. Uh, you can always check us out on the text line as well, 960-960. We would love to hear from you today. Get involved with the program. Uh, we are near the holiday season, so the more fun that we can have, the better. We got a pretty good show lined up for you as well. I'd Ross, say so. Not bad at all. Ross yeah. Tucker, usual spot. Thursdays, just after 7 o'clock, he's going to stop by. Uh, we're going to set up the week of the NFL uh, I have a comment from Bill Belichick I want to get to probably Ooh. before we even get to Ross Tucker because uh, I don't know if you heard, but former CFL MOP Nathan Rourke, now a member of Bill Belichick's Patriots. Yeah, nice to see he's on a, an active roster. And, and I he mean, has to be. Yes, yeah, he, he is forced to be on an active roster. And For the next three weeks. While not, not many people make the journey from the, the practice roster to, oh, locked in starter immediately. Um, there isn't a whole lot of resistance ahead of him at the quarterback spot in New England right now. So no, new, no, new. No. Mac Jones, bleh, Billy yep. Zabby, bleh, no good. But also that offense, no good. So, yes, no that good. team, 
No good. Yep. Um, Thursday, that's today. That means Saints and Rams kicks off the week of football. Uh, still things to play for for both these clubs. Yeah. Which a is kind of weird. Um, the Saints still division up for grabs. And the Rams playoff spot up for grabs. You got to keep winning so we can get this Lions-Rams playoff match in the wild card. <laughs> like, that's that's what we need. You Matthew gotta, Stafford against his former you, team. You got to stay in the race so we can see you go to Detroit and do the revenge game for both clubs. That's it. Oh, man, that would. I, Wouldn't funny. that be great? I went the Matthew Stafford route immediately. Oh, yeah, and Jared Goff will be there, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just that, that minor thing. Yeah. yeah, remember at the beginning of the season that there was all the talk about the Rams? Like, oh, man, Matthew Stafford. Like, his wife tweeted out, yeah, he's not just not jiving yeah. with the, the He's the not getting along with he's... the young players very much. He's really alienated. Yeah. Yeah, and you come out in that offense is a bit like the defense is atrocious. Mm. But offensively, they're, they're just putting up points week in and week out. You think he just got hip? He oh just yeah! Started listening to some newer music. Started doing some TikTok dances. And yeah, he just like really yeah, meshed. got really into shoes. <laughs> like, what else are the kids into these days? Yeah. Like Fortnite. Yeah, Is that yeah. still a thing. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> trust me, it's a thing. I recently had to put it away, but oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah. See, I I purposely didn't get into it because I know I would get way too into I it. I got back into it, and then they changed the map again. I said, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing it." Man's got to have a code. Yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> the code is how much money is in your pocket? Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, the rest of the weekend, we got a great NFL weekend for you too. <sighs> Saturday, Sunday, and a triple header Monday on your Christmas Day. This is the first time they've done this, right? I think so. Like they. That'd be a Patty Dumont question for sure. If Christmas has landed on a Sunday, they'll still do a couple of games, but I don't mm. know if they've gone out of their way to to really load up Christmas. I'm sure the NBA is thrilled about that. Mm, the day that they know. generally own. I will tell you, do you know where in. you're going to be able to catch most of the NBA action on Christmas? Hmm. You're home for the NBA. You can make my Rogers. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. Bucks Clippers, 10 a.m. on Christmas Day. Then we got the Warriors and Nuggets for you. The Sixers and Heat after that. The Mavericks and the Suns. You'll be able to catch it all on Sportsnet West and Sportsnet One. Love it. Yeah. You can make my Incredible stuff. And also, there's going to be three games, including the Ravens and 49ers, right as Christmas dinner's being served. That is going to be such a great game. The other two games. I'm taking hey. my turkey to the couch, Mom. Sorry, it's the way it's got to go. Yeah, the other two games can probably just get stuck on a, a second screen. Um, as much as I love my Raiders, they're probably going to get <laughs> annihilated by Kansas City. And uh, I believe that the clock has struck midnight on old Tommy DeVito. I think they lose by about a thousand to Philadelphia this weekend. I, so we'll uh, he has turned back into a pumpkin. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you enjoy that Raiders victory the other day over the Chargers? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. At the end, the season cackling. that you're like, whatever, but yeah. Really? Like, Especially like an evil genius? Coming off of the, um, like, getting shut out indoors, 3-0 uh, against Minnesota, <laughs> to bounce back with 63 the next week. Like, oh, well, averaging 31.5 points a game in the last two. We're on a roll, that's baby. A, that's a great number. That's a good <laughs> yeah. number. You win a lot of games with 31 points. Yeah. That's for sure. I particularly enjoyed the trick plays to go up by 54. <laughs> that that was that was really nice. Did you like Antonio Pierce's... Um, I want to call it uh, a walk-off interview, but it felt more like he was interviewing for the head coach position Yeah, when they asked if he was going to lay it off a bit. And he said, nope, pedal to the metal. And then <laughs> yeah. he went through up another like 15, 20 points in the second half. And he's still yelling at players out on yeah. the field, getting fired up. Got, got to keep those habits going. It's about building a culture, Matt. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm. Must be. 
Uh, 7 o'clock, Ross Tucker's going to join us. We'll ask him about Antonio Pearson and if there's any stain power there. I just I'm came up with that one just now. I'm going to write that one down. Yeah, that's a good stain one. Stain power. Oof. Okay. Um, we got our big bets? Yeah, I'm excited. I actually always, always happy to be a part of things. I actually don't know how... <laughs> Right on, dude. Happy, uh, happy to be invited. You were three and three last time you joined us. Nailed it. I actually don't know how I was this past week, if I'm being honest, but now I'm 55, 32, and three, so that's got to be a good thing. That's a pretty good roll. It looks like it's the best out of everyone. Well, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get roasted, that's for sure. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't think I can. Well, maybe. Still got a few weeks, and then playoffs, we continue to do it, but we're going to be picking some games for you guys. It's going to come up uh, right after our chat with Ross Tucker. Um, also, Nikita Zadorov was oot in a boot. Uh, earlier this week on the Drop of the Mitts podcast, talked about his time with the Calgary Flames and, and what led to his exit. Uh, got a couple of things from that that I wanted to ask PK about. We'll do that at 7.30, coming up a little bit later on. We're also going to chat with Dennis Bernstein. Uh, love when Dennis joins us. Obviously covers uh, hockey for the fourth period down in California. Primarily the LA Kings. Definitely does a little bit of insider work too. Um, we're going to ask him about the Ducks. We're going to ask him about the Kings because those are the next two opponents for the Calgary Flames before they do uh, head out for their holiday break. I don't know if they're going to head out. I feel like they just stay in California because you get three days off. I think, it, feel like it's probably the play. Yeah, I, I feel like having three days off in California feels like pretty good spot to be. Yeah, if, Disneyland, you know, beaches. Yeah, all that. As type much as of stuff. I, I love this fine city that we we work and reside in. Yeah, and, California and, seems better, and the weather here is fine right now. But yeah, and then it's they'll return home life. to play Seattle Kraken on uh, December twenty seventh. So I would imagine that a lot of the players have probably staying down there doing that type of thing. Yeah, um, we'll be all over the coverage for today's game, Ducks at eight o'clock. You got your Flames pregame show at seven o'clock with our boy Patty Steinberg. Flames talk is at four o'clock. They're going to replay it in the evening as well. We got all sorts of stuff for you. The PDO cast is on the air today. We got the big show, fan check down, the Jeff Merrick show at 10 o'clock. Um, and then we're going to give away the uh, Aquaman tickets at 8.30 as well. Uh, the question for you today on the text line, and even if you're not listening at 8.30, you can still win. You can still enter even if you're not listening. Text line is going to be open for the rest of the show until around 8.30 when we have to pick a winner. But what we're going to do today is we're going to look at the naughty and the nice list. We played uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Frank Sinatra version, coming into the segment. Great track. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. He's checking his list. Banger. He's checking it twice. He's trying to find out who's been naughty and who's been nice. And today, you have to tell me who's been nice. Who's on the nice list for the Calgary Flames? Oh, I like this. It doesn't have to be a player. It doesn't have to be a coach. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be anybody. Yeah. It could be a thing. I want, you get, I want you to get very creative because that's how you're going to win. I I don't want your just straight up, you know, Blake Coleman because he's currently on a seven game heater and looks rejuvenated and and like a real dangerous player out there. That that's good. I like that. That's accurate. That's not going to win you a prize. Right. I want yeah, something we, a little we all bit know that. I want you to get a little bit more creative. I want to see what you can come up with. Who is on the Flames nice list? Santa's checking his list. Who's on the nice list for the Calgary Flames? And then tomorrow, last day before the break, naughty list. And I'll tell you right now, uh-huh. uh, no, like you're the one picking, so I, I can't. I'm speaking out of turn entirely. Yeah, I might make you um, pick. You don't know that. Th- that's fair. Uh, just saying, Jonathan Huberdo yeah. again, not going to work. Not going to do it. Not going to work. Not going to do it. Touch of creativity. And if you've been listening to the show this week, you know I've kind of had it with that. The whole oh, yeah. thing. I'm just done. Okay. I'm, I don't know what more to say at this point. That's it's very frustrating to watch. 
Yes. He's there are still little flashes, but you're like, ah, I, I, flashes. Is that what we're resting our laurels on now? <laughs> Not good. Um, so we're going to get into that. That's going to be at 830. We're going to just have a ton of fun today. We got a whole bunch of Christmas tracks planned. Um, they're all Christmas tracks that I think a lot of people dislike, but oh, I like because I eclectic with my music taste at times. Um, so I've sent GVP a big list and we're going to go through them. It's going to be a lot of fun today. Is he checking it twice? Uh, I don't know if he did. I think he's probably checked it once. Uh, that's usually all that really he needs to do. Also. Yeah. Yeah. We're good to go. Yes. Okay, cool. Also. Very excited for the 6.30 segment because me, being in holiday mode, have delegated my responsibilities. It's a nice way of putting it. Uh, and not to <laughs> Peter Klein. No. Peter Klein is not doing the morning report. Thank you. The boys in the other room are. Fellas, how is it coming? Because I don't know if you know this, but it takes me hours to carefully and meticulously craft a morning report unless I decide to do something else the night before and I scramble and put it together in 25 minutes. But... How's it coming over there? We got lots of words and lots of clips. Yeah? So stay <laughs> tuned. How about that for a tease? I did see in our folder here, there's been a lot of things that I I remember doing, but I don't necessarily remember what they were from. Oh, boy. So I'm looking forward to see what you guys put together. Yeah, I didn't sleep. You didn't sleep? No, I was really scared. I'm, I'm still a little scared. Nervous about it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sweating a little bit. I have my I have my watch though, my Apple Watch, so it's gonna track my heart rate throughout and mm -hmm. keep yeah. me calm. Probably gonna peak. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I appreciated um, Shan coming in and being like, "Hey, uh, a lot going on in the NBA last night. Do you want every game?" Yeah. Um, yeah. And I I was just I was so looking forward to probably <laughs> the first ever Jazz Cavaliers breakdown on this radio station. Mm. Um, and so. I was I was quite disappointed when you gave him the serious answer of oh no just like a of a hard one. pass yeah yeah you probably don't we probably don't need Celtics Kings here today man we're probably probably good in our Lakers Bulls so yeah you can just move along with that yeah give me what happened with the Raps as they took on the Nuggies yesterday in Toronto and and then I like a couple of a couple of highlights a couple yeah. of things you liked a couple of things that caught your eye. Someone punched someone. Preferably goofier the better. Did someone get punched yesterday? I don't think they did, oh, but okay. the NBA's had a bit of an issue with that. Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some scraps every once in a while. Hmm. That's hard-nosed basketball. That's 90s basketball right there. Yeah. Malice at the Palace, all sorts of stuff. Love it. Well. Flames and Ducks tonight. Uh, we get the morning report coming up in about 15 minutes. You do not want to miss what the kiddos have done today. Well, uh, you can or you can, your yes. choice. But if you do, you can also get it on the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Amazon. There you go. It'll be up at like 7.15, as long as GVP decides to put it up. As, as long as it goes well, I think he'll put it up. So Yeah, if it doesn't, then the it'll be a 25-minute podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, something that, uh, corrupted. I don't know what happened. No idea. Yeah. Uh, did it even happen? Who knows? <laughs> Flame to Ducks tonight. As I mentioned, Blake Coleman's on seven-game point streak. He's got four goals and nine points over this little run. And it's been nice to see the three lines, the three forward lines, all kind of going at the same time once again. Mm -hmm. You know, Coleman has been chipping in here alongside Backlund and Huberto. They've been fine. Most Ahead of, of that, you got Lindholm, who's playing really well with Gegor Sharangovich right now. And, and Manjapani's had a couple of good games here and there. The penalties are driving me nuts right now. But apart from that, you're, you like what you're seeing from that group. The Kadri line... I think Nazem Kadri's playing his best hockey he's played since he came to the team, alongside the two young guys who 
look rejuvenated again after maybe a week or two where they, they looked like they'd kind of fallen off a little bit and you, and you wondered what was going to be the staying power of both of them on the wings of Kadri. Well, he continued to play very well. The fourth line continues to be the fourth line, and there's some issues there, but I don't think that's why you're losing or winning games no. by any stretch of the imagination. You got to like the way they're playing right now, even with that last week where they got, what, three of a possible eight points, and you kind of liked how they were playing. Yeah. Now they've got points in four straight, and the forward lines have kind of fallen into place, and they're kind of getting healthy. I don't know what to think about this team because they're winning games, and I still think that when it comes to the deadline, they're going to decide to trade everybody because, realistically, what are you going to be able to achieve in the Stanley Cup playoffs if you get there? Right. But I don't know. The way they're playing right now, you got some things to like if you're a Flames fan. It's so interesting because I'm – Basically locked in with you on that. Um, mm. Like, I, I feel like this is a team that long-term should make some different decisions than let's sign these guys. Move on, younger players in. We're seeing what was Sharon Govich that worked um, in the, the Toffoli trade. So just do that a couple more times and you'll be fine. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I remember one of the last times I was on here with you, they were about to start this ridiculous stretch leading up to Christmas. And we're now basically through that, all due respect to the Ducks. And... Here they are, what is it, a point out of a playoff spot? Three points out of a playoff spot? Like, they're, they are right there after going through basically hell month and hanging with some of the top teams in the league. So, like, it's, you can fully understand both sides of it. You can understand the, hey, yeah, it's going to be great when we finish as the second wildcard team and lose in two to Vegas. But at the same time... Um, you're hanging around a they playoff spot. They just don't even come and, back. They just yeah. No, it's like we're not even like just put uh, Wranglers or whatever like, out there. Yeah. Like yeah, we're gonna we're gonna stay here in Vegas. Um, go go out there and do your thing, yeah. Dryden Hunt, Have and we'll or... we'll be right here waiting for you. But so you can understand like maybe we should take a more long term approach to this thing. But at the same time, playoff experience good for Pospisil and all those different things. So yeah. it's it's just it's such a weird spot, and it's the the spot at the beginning of the year where we were all saying okay if they've figured everything out and just all they needed was better vibes then and off they go to the top spot in the Pacific division to once again, reclaim their destiny as one of the top teams in the NHL. Um, then it's like, okay, well you sign a couple of these guys, you've got things figured out. We move forward. Or if they bought them out, you trade everything, not stapled to the ground and you just move on and, and start over again. But yet here they are just stuck in the middle again, murky middle again, where they typically are. But like I've, I've talked about it a lot on the show and you, you look at the way that the standings are in the league, you know, the, the Flames right now, 31 points. The bottom of the NHL is 21 points with the Sharks and the Blackhawks, the Senators, the Ducks, the Blue Jackets. Those are your bottom five teams in the NHL. I still think that, especially with Jacob Markstrom healthy, and I don't think he's getting traded, uh, this team is not going to bottom out. You can win a lottery as a right. nine for sure. We've seen it happen with what the Devils have done it. The Rangers have done it, if I'm not mistaken. They've both taken huge jumps up. Um, to be able to get a player, the Flyers jumped up to be able to get Matvey Michkov in the most recent draft. That was another one. But I don't think that this is a team that's going to bottom out all the way. No. Um, I'm, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happens after this. Obviously, the trade freeze is in effect right now. I think when they end up trading players, it's going to be effective. You know, it's going to be relative to what happens here. But, you know, one of the things that I think was encouraging last week as far as just trying to instill a good culture of, you know, winning, positive things happening around the right. room, you know, playing for your coach, Ryan Huska, that's what you want to do right now. And while you're still staying relevant and staying in the race, 
that's a great place to be because the other hand of this, and, and a lot of people who would have liked to see the Flames tank, this is where they would be, you're, you're like the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. And look at the players there. They're miserable. They're having a terrible time. Yeah. And, and I just don't think that's a good way to come into the league. I think right now what, they're, what we're seeing from them where, yeah, there's, there's bad nights and they lose and sometimes they don't look good, but there's a lot to like pretty much every night as far as the, the effort that you're seeing. You, you know, there, there are nights where you look and you say, I think that these guys can roll with some of the top teams in the league. Last week we saw it. They played really well against Colorado and against Vegas with three guys that have played the majority of their careers in the AHL yeah. on their blue line yeah. in Osterley, Gilbert, and, and DeSimone. So you see things like that and you think, hey, there's, there's, there's hope here. There's, there's things to like. But the team continues to be extremely interesting because mm-hmm. now you, you, you know, we've heard Lindholm would be a great fit in Colorado over the last week. We've heard <laughs> Tanev to Toronto for a month and a half now. Right. We've heard Noah Hannafin to teams like Buffalo for a very long time. Florida would like to get somebody. I wonder about Noah Hannafin in Dallas because Dallas wants another legit defenseman. Yeah. Like there are I mean, teams so does out everyone, there, right? Like it, selling a young number one defenseman is not a hard sell around this league, right? So the- it's, it's just so much up in the air right now, Pete, is yeah. my general point. Like the team has played well. I expect them to continue doing basically what they've done, which is, you know, win two out of three one week and win one out of three the next and, and kind of seesaw back and forth. And when you look at the way the West stacks up, you're probably not going to get a divisional team. But no. even if you trade everybody, it's a wild card spot in, in Realm. I think it is. Absolutely. Like I, You're not looking up and, oh, man, well, can't catch Arizona. Let's just move on with things. We're not going to be able to wrangle in the one-line team of the Nashville Predators. <laughs> yeah. So let's just call it a day, folks. Um, and, and that's it's the interesting spot. And I, I agree with um, what you were saying there, where I... I never think that, like, we can talk about tanking. That should never enter the room. And I think that's the problem that the Oilers had with the first three of their rebuilds before they got it figured mm-hmm. out, where it was like Hall and Everly and Nugent Hopkins. It's like, yeah, whatever you do these couple of years, don't worry about it because winning doesn't matter. Well, and I think about the Buffalo one, right? Yeah. You, you told everybody to tank for McDavid, and then you got Eichel, which shouldn't have been a great prize, but because everybody wanted McDavid, it was almost a letdown. And you're like, why did we lose all that? Right. Why did we do go through all that losing? And now look how hard it's been for them to, to come out of it, right? Yeah. And even the opponent tonight, like Anaheim's missed the playoffs five years in a row. They're trying to come out of it. And like they, they have a couple of players to show for it, but we're not looking at the, the Ducks as this future juggernaut. Like, here they come. It's like they got some pieces that I like. Yeah. But nothing that, that's really like all out there. And I, I do I do think long term this team needs a new direction because they, they are stuck in this middle often. But I don't think it should just be bottom out and whatever. I think you do a lot what you did with the, the Toffoli trade, try to get some younger NHL-ready-ish pieces in, and just give them opportunities and see where the chips mm-hmm. fall. But no, I, I, I never like just, okay, well, it'll be fine to lose 60 games this year and move on, because I just it's tough to, to flip that switch, right? Like, we're, we're in a lot of jokes right now about the, the season we're in with the holidays and all of that, but everyone at work the next couple of days has that switch flipped off. And if someone actually asks you to do something, it's yeah. fine, I'll try. And it just, it takes a second. And I think that's the same with these teams where losing's fine for a little bit. Now it's like, hey, could you win? It's like, well, I don't know, man. I got really accustomed to like not going to morning skate and just like firing eight pucks on goal, even if I'm yeah. just standing on the wall. Like the winning habits actually matter. And that's why 
I love the game against Tampa Bay where, okay, we're winning. Oh, man, the Lightning have come back and, like, kind of punched us in the mouth. And it's the kids who are going out there like, no, we got this. And just, like, learning how to keep both mm-hmm. hands on the steering wheel when there's maybe a bit of a speed wobble. I like that from what this team has done. Good things to be seen. Now, the Ducks started red hot, putrid lately. They yeah. have won two in a row. They're coming off a four-game road trip, and we all know how long a, how a four-game road trip can really disrupt you in your one game back. They were also out east. But... We'll see how the Ducks play. They're missing some key guys as well. They've been without Zegras for 19 games. Mason McTavish has been hurt for seven. Jamie Drysdale's been hurt since game two. And those are really three of the young superstars, perhaps future superstar players in the NHL that you would want to see. They still have, you know, Pavel Minchikov who's having a great season on their blue line. And Leo Carlson, who was the second overall pick. But you're going to maybe want to keep more of an eye on the guys like Adam Henrique. Yeah. Who is going to be a very highly sought after uh, when the trade deadline rolls around, is kind of a guy that can play in your middle six, cross your lineup, and kill penalties, do all that type of stuff. So I'm um, looking forward to this one tonight. It is an 8 o'clock start, which you know I love. Uh, 7 I'm o'clock so upset about is going to be your Flames pregame show. Uh, here's the thing. Only got to wake up for one more show after it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Been a couple late ones this week. Say that for free. Uh, late, Flames and Ducks, 8 o'clock. Uh, boys are going to get us all set up for it. What else is in the morning report, fellas? Uh, we got a Thursday night football preview, some, uh-huh. a little bit of a stamps note, some uh-huh. local notes, and a whole lot more. Stay tuned. Ooh. Nice. Real good. Where'd you learn that one? From you, man. You're Classic. the best. <laughs> okay. that's We didn't need to do that. All right. We'll take a break. See what they've cobbled together around the corner. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Oh, yeah. Here it is Christmas time. Kevin Bacon, the old 97s from the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special theme track. Soundtrack. <laughs> Yeah, right up my alley. Yeah. This sounds very you. It's a great song. Yeah. Love us and Are those movies any good? I've never even seen the Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, without a doubt, there's one thing that they have the best of compared to the rest of the Marvel Universe. Soundtrack. Yeah. Unbelievable. I will just listen. There's a couple of soundtracks that I'll just listen to throughout the year. Uh, Shrek 1, Shrek mm. 2, Guardians 1, Guardians 2. Very high on my list. Got to put Space Jam on there. Space Jam, sure, yeah. Welcome Lock it to up. the jam. Oh yeah, used to play that when we were doing our NBA highlights for the morning report. That was oh, an yeah. old one. The uh, Bit of a deep cut. The Guardian soundtracks are great, but it led to oh, people like this. Let's just throw a bunch of old songs into everything, and then Thor is rocking out to ACDC, and it's weird. Yeah, it, it yeah, it wasn't always the best. Yeah, but yeah, they're good. I enjoyed them. They're fun. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all they need to be. Yeah, just entertain me. It's going to be fun. That's it. We're asking you on the text line, 960-960, who is on the Flames' nice list? If you enter, you have a chance to win Aquaman tickets. Uh, That's the DC uh, universe. Yes. The the one we just played was from the Marvel universe. A little Mm -hmm. different. Different. Aquaman's different. Yeah. DC. Jason Momoa. Big dude. Yoked. Super jacked. Long hair. Big boy. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You'll have a chance to win tickets uh, coming up at 8.30 because the new Aquaman movie comes out, what, tomorrow, GVP? Yeah. Tomorrow? I think so. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, 22nd? Nailed it. Incredible. Wow. Uh, I'm actually looking good? forward to it. I enjoyed the first one. Yeah, that was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, the big battle on the bottom of the sea actually looked really cool. Hard to do. Well done. All right, boys. Um, are you confident what you've created is good? Nope. <laughs> okay, that's 
<laughs> Under promise, over deliver. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Good boy, Shan. Way to be. Um, but we're ready. We have everything set. You have the beds. You have the clips. You got everything you need. Oh, yeah. There's clips in the morning report? Can't stop. Okay. Oh, sorry. I'm we're, we're, it's time for the morning report. Uh, it is for MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. I'll gladly match them. Beat any competitor's price. Put 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street, Southeast. We say good Marty morning. Rose. Okay. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose. And sorry to cut you off there, Matty. That's but, fine. Uh, Don't we worry. are flying to start. Yeah. <laughs> Great start. Didn't, Under promise. You, you let's guys see if we can over deliver. Didn't here. make yourselves an own intro though, hey? Use mine? What's that? Oh, we, that's yeah. what we gets his own. Well, I mean, I, I don't he's really... got a little end to it. What are you going to do with Garrett Vanderblue put there or Shan? I don't know. I, I guess I could have went for Shan. He's a big wow. pigeon, but... Yeah, he is a big pigeon. That's a good point. Okay. Well, we'll put it in the hopper. Hell, 960, 960. Any ideas for GVP and Shan's intro? We'll take them and we'll try and apply them tomorrow. So far, we got pigeon noises. Okay, as you were, on your bike. That was a really good pigeon noise, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Not the usual voices when you hear when you tag along for this morning report. No Patty Dumas around to fill in, and Maddie jumps into the A-chair. Great delegation. Wait upon, uh, upon this thing off on us. You got GVP and Shan the rest of the way, getting you caught up on everything you need to know. We got a Flames and Ducks preview. A couple games around the NHL went down yesterday. A Thursday night football preview, and this pigeon to my left has a Raps recap. You know what that means, what we uh, what we got for you, Maddie? We got lots of stuff. Yes, sir. It's yep. going to be a treat. Usually, oh, yummy, yummy. <laughs> Usually you you wait for me to answer, and then you play the clip. But th- as you were, keep going. No, Shan, we're good. Shan was on the trick here. Shan's yeah. ruining us. Yeah, so it's, it's already gotten off the rails. I'm so scared It's right like now. he wasn't paying attention all week. Crazy. Okay, as you were. That checks out. Uh, we're going to start with the Flames. <laughs> oh, both them Flames. <laughs> mm-hmm. No game for them yesterday, but they did skate at practice yesterday. Our board, Patty Steinberg, gave us the line combos from yesterday. Of course, I'm being a complete wiener here. Oh, don't say that, Pat. You do a great job. As for those lines, we had much of the same that we've seen over the last couple games. We had Manjin Sharky, centered by Lindy. Zerbear and Anything is Possible, centered by Nazim the Dream Kadri. Mr. 10.5 and Coleman the Goldman, centered by Captain Bax. Greerzy and Duber, centered by Rajitska. As for the D-pair, still much of the same. We had the Weed Dog. It's a great cuddler. And Razzy Andy, Rasmus Anderson. We had Hannafin and Chris Tanev. Double bubble. Yes, Mr. the Gum Man, Chris Tanev. We had Denny Gilbert and Nikki Sticks, Nick Simone, And Big O, Jordan Osterley was the seventh man. Expecting Marky and to get the start and DB to back him up. Uh, one question. Those are some really good nicknames. I love, that everyone got a na- I love that everyone got a nickname and then it was... Hannafin. Uh, yeah, he's one of those <laughs> names. He's one of those names where his last name is probably just his, is probably just his nickname oh, in the locker room. Oh, Hanny. Hanner. Hanner. Hanner would be good. Yes. Hanner. Finzy. I actually like Finzy. That's pretty good. Thank you. Mm. I've been a little. But then I think about Sharky and that's Sharon Govich because he's like a shark. Oh, but it's a, it's a good team. Mm. Sharksy and Finzy. Yeah. It's My dumb hockey brain. When I was thinking about Sharon Govich, I was just gonna go to Gover. Gover. <laughs> Oh, Vichy. <laughs> it took me like five seconds to come up with each of these nicknames. Okay. I hate the way my No, you're doing a sound, great job. Sound, sounded like it. Yep. As, as for those lineups, one question that I did have for you guys, now that we're kind of seeing Lindholm and Sharon Govich kind of clicking together, is there a certain point where we try Huberto on that line sometimes down the line here? Mm, I would be interested to give it a try, but I would also um, be very quick to pull the plug because... Yeah. They've tried it two years. They've tried it for extended amounts of time, and 
all you watch off the rush is either one of them throw pucks into the other one's feet. And that's it's not going to work. No. It's it's one of the reasons why I still think that trading Lindholm is, is a good idea because it allows you to, with that cap space, try and find someone else to center your top line that has a little bit better chemistry with Jonathan Huberdeau. I would look for someone with a lot of speed. That would probably be the top thing that I look for, speed and a shot. But... That's kind of where I come down on it. But, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it because, like you mentioned, Lindholm and Sharon Govich playing really well right now. Yeah, and it, it's the interesting thing where everything else is kind of working, so just kind of let Huberto struggle over there. I, I don't see a speedboat and think, oh, yeah, let's see what happens if you drop an anchor off of it. So, like, just let let the other lines do their thing and let Huberto just kind of hope he figures it out. It will be Flames and Ducks, and a quick little preview on the Ducks. Ducks are very aggressive. I don't know if you know that. I don't. Very aggressive. This will be the first time these two teams meet for the season. Ducks have basically fallen off since that hot start to the season. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, and they've struggled against Pacific Division, ma- Pacific Division matchups, posting a 2-4 and four record in those games. Quick injury report for the Duckies. Mason McTavish is day-to-day with an upper body injury. Trevor Zegers, Jamie Drysdale, both out with lower body injuries. Those are some key players for Anaheim, probably the reason why they've hit a bit of a wall. As for the game as a whole, what do you think we should expect in this one, gentlemen? Flames have been playing some solid hockey against some solid opponents as of late. Big win over the Panthers. Can't afford to take your foot off the gas, obviously, and play down Anaheim's levels. These are the games you got to win if you're going to be kicking around that wildcard spot and if you want to have playoff hopes, right? Yeah, it certainly is. Like, I'm, I'm going back here. I'm like, when was the last time the Flames had just, like, a laugher? We could just kick your feet up for the third period. Like, they beat Vancouver in the middle of November 5-2. There was that 7-4 win against Dallas, but that game was chaotic as all hell. Um, why not? Why not a laugher? Yeah, get off to a good. You know what? Yeah, laugher early. Yeah, nice, nice four nothing first. Drop a quick four banger on him. Yeah, put your feet up. Let the rookies skate. Just a ton of Gilbert and DeSimone. Yeah, just I want heaps of the third pair. I want to tune in or get on the other uh, the roster report at the end of the game and see. Oh yeah, nice twenty for Adam Rosicka out there tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me a solid sixteen of everybody on that fourth yeah. line, yeah. please. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Power play time um, for Greer, huh? Yeah. Wow. Well, they're up by seven. May yeah. as well. <laughs> That's what I would like to see today. Is it going to yeah. be happening? Nah, this team doesn't really do laughers, but that'd be swell. Anon's not great. They're terrible. So, yeah. And But they do have some cagey vets that I like. Like I said, I really like Adam Henrique. I think a team is going to be very happy to bring him into the fold later on this year. And I think Silverberg has kind of passed that point, but he is always Ugh. going to be one of those guys for me. Like, just, oh, yeah, he's... And he always played what played pretty well against yeah. the Flames, too. His uh, one goal this year makes me believe one. that maybe it, it's kind of passed him by, but he had a stretch there where he was pretty solid. Hmm. That means he's scoring tonight, by the way. Oh, yes. He's yeah, a yeah. Flames killer. He has, what, 10 goals, 22 points, and 36 career games against the Calgary Flames. It's not bad. Puck drop, 8 o'clock tonight. Derek and Megan on the call. Steiner and Wes, Bil- Wes Gilbertson will have the pregame show at 7. As for yesterday's action, we had three games on the NHL schedule. Let's head to the U.S. Capitol. I swear to God! Ovi and the Washington Capitals <laughs> hosting the New York Islanders. Both teams would trade goals back and forth for three periods of play, ending in a 2-2 tie. So we're off to overtime. Carlson to Ovechkin. Pass behind him. To take it off the bounce, now they'll switch places. It's Ovechkin up tall, and Strom will come out and play catch with him. Different look. Strom scores! Dylan Strom with it overtime. Game! 
Smith. Good afternoon and good night, New York. The Capitals take it down in overtime against their division rivals from Long Island. Final score, three to two. Dylan Strom gets his 13th of the year on the power play. The assist to John Carlson and Alex Ovechkin. I swear to God. Caps win this one 3-2. Alex Dabrinkit and the Red Wings were in Winnipeg taking on the Jets. They just look at you like... Yeah, that's a really good cat. He's he's a cat. He's got cat in his name. You get yeah, it? no, I get it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Some yeah. news from earlier this week. Alex Brinkett actually recorded his 400th point. Wow. Okay. okay, well, that's strange. That's... He became the third player from the 2016 draft to reach 400 points. The other two being Matthews and Matthew Kachuk. As for the game... Yeah, that's a really good cat. Okay, I think we're good. Okay, Red Wings we're probably looking, good on the cat. Red Wings were looking for some production. Trying to get less Russick while um, he's away. That's fair, but <laughs> less Russick. Red Wings looking for some production out of the cats, but it, it would be all Jets in this one. The big at Sandberg. lead pass to the near side. Axel Janssen field. He's got a partial break. He'll hustle in, shoots, and score! Axel Janssen Fialbi with great speed. Two quickies for Winnipeg. Janssen Fialbi's first of the year, and it's 3-1 for the Jets. Yes, sir, that would make it 3-1, and that would be the winner in this one. Jets would tack on two more. Patty Kane would get his second of the season as well, try to get the wings back into this one, but no dice. Jets win it 5-2. Final no. game from yesterday. No, so, no, no. no, no, no. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to put up the stop sign here. Okay. Does Janssen Falby still have the, the hair flowing out of, his, out of his sweater? Do we know? Because I don't think he's been playing enough, and... Conf- definitely had some of the best locks in the NHL last season. Uh, can confirm, still has the hair out the back. Gosh, and he's such a good skater. Oh, it just flies behind him. Just, oh, just billowing in the wind. I wish Panarin never cut off his locks. Yeah, well, he also looks terrifying when yes, he's bald. He does. That's yeah, a that's a, it's a rough look. Why is it's like a head Russian look- Walter White? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah, it's got a little bit of Megamind to it. Back in mind, that's good too. Uh, back to the action. Final game from yesterday saw the Kraken being hosted by the Los Angeles Kings. This one scoreless after 35 minutes of play. Kraken just barely hanging on the, on in this one. It felt like absolutely getting peppered by the Kings. Joy Decord having a solid game, and the Kraken would get on the board first to take a little pressure off their Tenny brother Tanev. Brandon Tanev gets his third of the season to make it one nothing after 40 minutes. To the third we go. Much more the same, but the Kraken would strike again. Anderson quickly up the left side for Kempe. Okay, waiting for teammates, dropped it back out. Anderson shot, blocked in front. Paneers looking for Everly. Here comes Everly, moving it on Talbot. He scores! Jordan Everly with his fourth of the year would make it 2-0. This one ended up being the winner as Blake Lazat would bury for the Kings. Kraken win it 2-1. Hmm. The final, Joey Decord sets a Kraken franchise record, making 42 saves on 43 shots. Tonight's slate, 12 games across the NHL, all at 5 o'clock in catch Philadelphia and Nashville. Florida and the Blues, Columbus and the Capitals, Lightning and Knights, Buffalo and Toronto, Pittsburgh and Carolina. And at 5.30, you can watch the Oilers and the New Jersey Devils. At 6, you can check out the Canucks and the Dallas Stars, Montreal and Minnesota. At 7, you can watch Ottawa and Colorado. And to wrap all the action, Arizona and the San Jose Sharks goes at 8.30. What a barn burner that would be. Oh, can't say that. Let's go to the NHL. I mean, let's go to the NFL. (laughs) 18. That's 18. (laughs) Yeah. 
That was beautiful, Ross. Thank you very much. Uh, happy International Fantasy Football Semifinals Week to all those who celebrate Week 15 in the NFL. Gets going tonight, Saints at SoFi for what I'm calling a colossal game against oh. the Rams. Uh, this one's got some serious playoff implications, both teams 7-7. Seven and seven. Saints win, and they are top of the NFC South. What a solid division that is. Uh, Rams need to, a win to stay in a wildcard spot here. Uh, the Patriots, they found, I believe, their next uh, Tom Brady. Oh. Uh, is Nathan that so? Rourke, yeah, Nathan Rourke was claimed off the waivers by the Pats earlier uh, in the week. Who knows if we're going to see this Victoria kid take a snap for New England. Matty, uh, what have you seen from Nathan Rourke uh, in, in the preseason? Obviously, uh, his time in the CFL. Well, when he was in the preseason, we all saw the one play where he scrambled out of the pocket, evaded a tackle, hucked it downfield, and was like the the play of the week of preseason week two, I want to say it was. Yeah, just an absolute dime to the end zone with some personal trainer hanging all over him. And when we saw him in the... <laughs> nice. And when we saw him in the CFL... He basically came up here and destroyed everybody on his way around the league. The only time that teams were able to beat the Lions at that point were when he wasn't playing. Mm -hmm. He's able to get out of the pocket. He sees the field very well. He reads defenses really well. I think he's going to have a shot to play there in New England because they've got Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, and neither of them have instilled any amount of confidence in the Patriots. Plus the waiver claim, so he has to be on the active roster for three weeks. Um, Bill Belichick talked about it as well. You got the clip there. You can play it in a second, but... It's kind of what I saw. Will he play before the end of the season? Probably. Is he going to start? Oh, maybe. Yeah. We'll see what happens. It would be good for him to go out and have a good showing, but also the New England Patriots offense has, like, nobody on it. No. Ezekiel Elliott? Right. Uh, Yikes. I was going to name a receiver and then lost it. I think Kendrick Bourne plays there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's I it's always not... go to Jacoby Myers, but he went nope. to Vegas, like, yeah, he years went, ago. Yeah, he threw a touchdown pass for the, the Raiders. Yeah, he uh, did. Against the Chargers. <laughs> it was very good. Um, but, yeah, like, with so many quarterback-needy teams, it's going to be nice that he just gets somewhat of a, uh, a showcase. Uh, again, Yeah, showcase whatever that may be. I'd imagine the Patriots are going to be getting their ha- heads caved in in every game they play from here on in. So he's going to get some opportunities. Hopefully he's able to, to shine because you like to see guys from the CFL make a bit of an impact. Devontae Parker. Oh, um, yeah, he's definitely. Demario Douglas. Jalen Ragor was a high pick by the Eagles. Juju no. Smith-Schuster. He's there? Yeah. Mike Gusecki. Hunter Henry. Oh, two tight ends. Bill Belichick loves that. Oh, he does. Doesn't he ever? Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, we, we don't know if we're going to see him play for New England. There's been no confirmation, but as you guys mentioned earlier, uh, he has to be on the active roster for at least uh, three weeks here. Now, you talked about Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick was actually, like, unbelievably fired up uh, when he was asked about Nathan Rourke. Yeah, well, just the depth of that position. Um, so, you know, when you only have two quarterbacks on the roster, guy sprains his ankle, I mean, you're down to, you know, putting a receiver or a running back or somebody at quarterback, so... Um, but, you know, it's productive preseason. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much, Bill. Ringing endorsement. Just um, awesome. Yeah, production. Yeah, preseason. Two quarterbacks, and if one of them dies, only have one. Probably should have one there. This is my favorite part. Oh, okay, I have my... Uh... But, you know, it's productive. Um, preseason. Yeah. Canada. Thank you very much, Bill. Can- uh, the, the Canada. NFL- Go All ahead. right, that, that doesn't mean anything to anybody in that media room, but okay. Uh, the Canada. NFL, they upheld their regular season suspension on DeMonte Casey for his ugly hit on Michael Pittman mm. Jr. last game. Uh, he would be eligible for playoffs. Uh, slight issue here, the Steelers currently have a 3% chance of making the playoffs. Not great, Bob. 
Yeah, it doesn't look good. Yeah, they uh, suck. Let's get to some Stamps news. How about that? Uh, good news uh, at that. They've announced that they've re-signed Bryce Bell uh, to a two-year contract. We actually have some audio from Bryce Bell's statement, so let's get uh, right, right to Bryce. It's been a great experience these last few years learning about football in Western Canada, and for that I express my gratitude to my teammates, the coaches, and the fans. We have a young team that's building something special, and I think these next few years are going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Bryce Bell signed through 2025. Matt, that uh, first line, I, yeah. like I, I do love a statement in a press release by a manager or a coach or whatever. But they always read it, and you're like, you didn't write this. No, nah. a PR person wrote this, and you signed off on it. Yeah, I don't think an offensive lineman would ever speak like that first line. No. No, that those words in that sequence have never come out of that mouth. <laughs> At no point. I'm a big fan of Bryce Bell. He did a great job uh, playing at the right tackle position. He spent some time as their sixth offensive lineman. If it wasn't for an injury, I think that they could have had a really good rush year for the entire season, but their offensive line just really banged up. He gives them options. He's played tackle. Ideally, I think they'd like to play him on the interior, but they've got a lot of good guys playing on the interior right now. That being said, guys up for free agency. We'll see what happens when February rolls around, but not surprised that they did sign Bryce Bell. I, I know the team is a, a big fan of what he can do all over that offensive line for the Stamps. So. Yeah, and that, that offensive line, you, you started to see them get a bit more comfortable as the year went on, and toward the end of the year, it was like, hey, you know, we can just run the ball a bunch and have quite a bit of success yeah wow huh how about like that if, if we run it for five and then we run it for five again we just that's a first down and yeah, we can we, we, we get, get to, to keep going we get to go again they, they let it we don't have to punt it this is this is great we can leave the big aussie on the sidelines right wow. incredible let's go to basketball uh raptors taking on the nuggets break this one down for us shan yeah very rough first half for the raptors they were down early they're actually down 21 at one point, which just seemed to do uh, every single game, they go down and then start to claw back. They had a better second half, uh, especially that fourth quarter. It brought them back into it, but it was not enough against the former champs. Uh, Scotty Barnes continues to prove it. He's the league's budding superstar. 30-10-5. Uh, oh, that's too out. bad. Oh, you're out of time. That's too bad. We didn't All even right. get to the final score, I don't think. That's... <laughs> Poor time lost. management. How about that? Oh. Uh, let's move on. Uh, big game for the reigning MVP. Joel Embiid put up 51 points on Gobert and Cat. Uh, two tall guys. Pretty hard to shoot over them. Uh, Embiid shot 18 <laughs> nice. free That's really throws. good analysis. Thank you very much. Uh, 18 free throws for Embiid. <laughs> yeah, Sixers win uh, 127. What is that? Uh, Someone's snoring. It's a snore, yeah. Cartoon snore. Because over. he had 18 free throws? Yeah. yeah. It's boring. Oh. He does it all, every game. Well, he's uh, bigger than everybody, so they have to attack him to stop him. The fouls were touch fouls. I was getting frustrated last night. Oh, I actually okay. turned it off. Uh, Isn't that better for the Raptors that they lose, though? Because, like, they're going to trade some guys and, like, kind of be bad. Well, no, because they're just right in the middle. They win some games against really good teams. Mm. I don't know. If, like, I, I know it, it's frustrating not to go too far in Raptors stuff. They are 11 and 16. Like, I, I don't know if they're as middle as people think. I think they're just... Kind I think of it's bad. just that the East is top-heavy, so you get to be a middling team when you're well below 500. Like, the, the next team below them is Charlotte, who's 7-19. and 19, So they're the bottom. Yeah, they're, they're not good. No. <laughs> no. They'll be, kick, they'll be kicking around that play-in spot all, all season long. I would now. still like, trade, guys. Oh, well, I would, too. Because, yeah, once again, you're not Raptors fans specifically don't want to have the same thing happen to them that they just saw with Fred, so... You got to move Siakam for some sort of asset. I also don't know how many teams are going to do what the Miami Heat did last year either. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, that's what they, last year at the deadline, they, they tried to buy, and then they lost to DeMar DeRozan's daughter screaming at the free throw line. So, <laughs> Oh, man, I forgot uh, about that. That was ugly. <laughs> uh, GBP, anything else catch your eye from the NBA last night? Yeah, obviously the big game out of Joel Embiid. Really kind of a quiet night out of the NBA other than that. But what what's on my eye, you know, tonight is the Detroit, Detroit Pistons still chasing yes. history. Yeah. They've lost 24 in a row. Let's see if they can make it 25. They're two away from the all-time record. Incredible. I am so worried. The Raptors played them December 30th. That's four <laughs> games from now. It's happening. I am so worried that the Raptors are going to snap a 28-game losing streak for a team. Um, hey, guys, do you know what we are? What? We're, we're no, Sportsnet. We're the home for the NBA. You can make my what game do we have on TV tonight, boys? A really good question. We have the Clippers and the Thunder at 6 o'clock on Sportsnet 360. Hell yeah. Before we wrap up here and get to Ross, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to some local oh, stuff here. hell yeah. Wranglers were in action against the AHL affiliate to the Edmonton Oilers. The Bakersfield Condors. Wranglers lose this one 4-2 to the final. Emilio Patterson and Mitch McLean would have the goals for the Wranglers. Oh, Solid yeah. performance from the Condors goaltender Oliver Rodrigue, not Jack Campbell, making what? 38 saves on 40 shots. Wranglers will be back in action tomorrow night, still on the road to take on the Colorado Eagles. That's your morning report. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Out of B, fellas. We'll do it all again. Try again tomorrow. If you own a BMW, you should choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They will gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue and on 3rd Street Southeast. That's our one. Podcast going to be up shortly. Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your pods, you name it. Around the corner, Ross Tucker is going to join us. We're going to get set for the holiday NFL week. Plus, some comments from Nikita Zadorov uh, to the... Drop the Mitts podcast. We will discuss those coming up in the 7 o'clock hour as well. Dennis Bernstein joins us just after 8. We have our big bets. We have Aquaman tickets to give away. Tell us who is on the Flames nice list as the holidays draw near. Some good answers so far. I will say, you guys are doing better than I thought you would with this. <laughs> so good job. Keep it up. 960-960. And we're going to give away Aquaman tickets at 830. You don't have to be listening to win the tickets. Send in your answer right now. And if you win, we'll send them to you later. So that's... All good. Uh, around the corner, though, Ross Tucker joins the show. Sports at 960 The Fan.